episode day six. I wonder what is this dry mode? Let me push it. I mean, or normal? Okay, let's leave it at normal. I don't know what that means. So I got a rental. So they go see my mama. See how she doing? Oh, look at the little reverse camera and all that shit. So I sure remiss a reverse ca uh, camera. The car that I had before the car that's in the shot right now, I had a reverse camera on it. And I love that thing. But the car that I have now is a newer car, but it has a sensor that lets you know when you about to hit something and it would beep. But it doesn't have a reverse camera. So it is what it is. It is what it is. I just came from smoke shop, got me a charger for my pen, and it was hella cheap. Uh, some time ago, I had got a charger for it, and like the dude gave it to me for free, because he kind of like had to modify it to get it to work for my pen. And um, I lost that one. I have no clue was it at. I lost it. I'm probably accidentally threw it away. Because I lost it around the time that I was like really deep cleaning my house. So that's that. But today is a better day. And it is drizzling today. It just started raining. <laughs> um but i was um going on my youtube and reading the comments and stuff like that and they've been very 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 positive and uplifting and healing and also um i'm really it's like a shift there was a time in my life that i felt like um i could get along a, a better with men sometimes like I always had female friends but then when me and the female friend would fall out it'd be like over the pettiest shit like the pettiest shit that you ever seen in your life and sometimes females man they could be very vicious man they could be very vicious <laughs> so yeah but lately I've been having really great connections with females lately. And there's no hate. There's all love and respect and all that. So I'm thankful. You know, I seen somebody in real life. This is the first time I seen somebody in real life with a fake booty. For real. <laughs> you know, you see curvy girls all the time, but somebody that you know, like their booty is not real because they butt don't match their legs and thighs. 
need to be a solution to that. I don't know. Like, um, Tiny, that's married to T.I. or whatever, she, it was like that. Tiny is, her, I don't think she should have got her butt done so big because her thighs look like they was not built naturally to hold a booty that big. <laughs> so, it be looking weird. It be looking disproportionate. So, I don't know. When I was younger, I wanted a bigger booty, you know, because that's what everybody was so attracted to. And I, I was, I used to hear all kinds of things, especially from black men, their judgment about our bodies and stuff like that. I'm so sick of black men and they judgments about any motherfucking thing to be all the way real. They've been disappointing the fuck out of me lately. And they've been making me look at them like they fucking stupid. Like, they can't fucking empathize with us. Like, they really are some sociopaths when it comes to black women. That's how they've been making me feel lately. Like, they just can't find it within themselves to not try to change us or judge us or manipulate us or force us to be some shit that they idealize. But I'm saving some of this conversation because I'm going to do a podcast with my homegirl. And, um, like, we already discussed it and everything. We already decided to talk about it. So I'm going to wait until me and her talk about it. But, man, it be really some fuck shit, man. It be really some fuck shit. But anyways, like, all right, I had this teacher. He was, this is in college, and he taught African-American studies or something like that, social studies, which I love that class. I feel like I learned a lot in it. I hated the material. I don't know why this material was so hard for me to digest because of the word wording. Like, the book that he gave to us to read, it seemed like the author was more concerned about using big words versus actually teaching you something. So, like, every fucking five seconds, I have to, like, go look up the meaning of this word. Like, you couldn't even use context clues because all the words around them would be some shit that you don't usually hear in day-to-day life. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? This shit, mm-mm. Like, I'm thankful I put, I passed that class because I kind of, like, just gave up on studying, even though I was interested in the content because the material was so frustrating to read. So, um, but he was a black man, and he usually, usually got, like, a whole lot of black students, specifically black women. The class was full of black women, and he always used to make comments about black women and shit like that. It would say that, well, if you're a black woman and you don't have a big booty, that must mean that your heritage is mostly white or something, or some dumb shit. And I'm just like, mm. 
like black women can't have different types of body shapes and sizes and shit like that like like that's not possible for black women you know to have that so uh, it just be like and then I was talking about back in the day what they will call a big booty is way different from today like a naturally big booty people would probably consider it as like a little booty now but booties did not always look like that <laughs> like the way that the Kardashians look and shit like that be looking fucking crazy as hell to me cause I'm like damn this looks so fake but it's like you know people don't care they don't care you know so now this artificial body is what is like the beauty standard so yeah it'd be crazy to me but it's mostly because like I never had an issue with having somebody be attracted to me you know even though I did not have that body type and I have slender legs I could not put a BBL on my body and I look crazy as fuck you know, so I'd rather just be healthy and love my body for the way that it fucking is and call it a day. And I definitely love my legs. You know, they look good as fucking some heels, even though I don't wear heels a whole lot. So, what was the point of that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I seen one in real life, up close and personal. So not personal but up close jeez I don't even know what part of me is that part that be looking at girls like that like if a fine girl look walk past me I might look back or some shit like that and I'll be like why I do that <laughs> why I do that and stuff but I was thinking about the fact, like, would I be able to have a relationship with a woman and stuff like that? It really depends on the woman. But I felt like if I was to date a woman, I'd be, like, a lot... Nah, I think I'm just picky as fuck in general, so... And it's to the... It always come down to the fucking personality. It come down to... A lot. <laughs> um, yeah, it comes down a lot. Like, if I was dating, which I'm not, but if I was, I feel like I felt like I wouldn't even know where to fucking start. Like, I haven't... I haven't dated in so long. Like, I don't really even know what it's like now. Um, bruh, do you see me? That was a big-ass truck, too. 
that um I have seen like bits and pieces of it and stuff like that and from what I have seen it's a whole nother level of shallowness that I'm like I can't believe like this even exists it's like a whole nother level and I'm just like damn that shit is super crazy And me seeing it made me see, like, oh, now I see why people, like, is so fucking guarded now. Like, people are way more guarded than, like, five years ago. But now it's, like, having, like, a deep discussion or even letting anybody get close to you is so scary to people. And I feel like people feel like that's... um. Dang, I don't know why I got that thought. Like, for real, though, I feel like that friend I had, I be feeling like his girlfriend be watching me. And that's just so crazy to me. I don't know why that just popped up in my head like that, like, out of fucking nowhere. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. And spirit is starting to get me details. Ooh. There was a time I made a comment. This is when I had Facebook. And I had like a Facebook um, business account. And I left a comment on a profile. And like it showed me how she was able to track back to me. Damn, bitch. Anyways, I'm really excited <laughs> about plans that I have. Um, the past two days, I've been feeling super duper, super duper inspired, you know. And I have plans with my homegirl. And I'm just hoping. I feel like I had to do it first. So she could see like And be comfortable with it You know Like she can be a bit of a Procrastinator So that's why I sometimes be worried Like to do business <laughs> But I understand Like where her procrastination Comes from And I feel like it's a lot better now So man is she on board I want to go full Motherfucking full four. Um, and I also understand, like, how, like, I don't feel like my ambition intimidate her, but I feel like it has intimidated people in the past that I wanted to work with, because they will feel like I'm doing things quickly, like, oh, you got that done so fast, like, oh, you, oh, you already got the plan ready and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I'm serious, let's get on it. And then it'd be like, some things that I heard is like, not everybody is like you. Not everybody can just jump on something. Like, basically people being like, you know, you need to slow down, like, and stuff like that. So, 
and a lot of times you have to work with other people but I have a plan and I'm really excited about it and I hope she's just excited excited too because it's like I want to work with her I'm gonna talk to her today I do feel like in the past though when I had plans and I wanted to bring her on it they was like super super duper 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 ambitious and it would took so much I could tell like even that was like kind of scared some of the plans I had was like scary for me because I'm just like damn because it would be like such a good idea but it's like damn I don't have the resources to, to start I don't even know how to get this off the ground and stuff so then when I started thinking about the steps that I need to take to make it happen, it'd be like, damn, this shit is overwhelming. And I would like pull her into these projects with me and be like, yo, let's do this. And she'll be like, yo, that is a really good idea. But it be it starts to get increasingly discouraged <laughs> once you find out how much you have to do. Like once you start to realize the limitations because we are so limited, you know, damn, so, then it'd be like, damn, it was a good idea, but it was super duper ambitious, and we probably didn't even have what took step one for it, so, but now things, are different because I'm kind of like more I put more trust into like the universe and into my spirit and following its lead so instead of like trying to force things to happen I'm kind of just like letting them fall in place naturally and taking more baby steps sometimes like I be wanting to create a masterpiece without even practicing first and I be trying to find whatever loophole I can to create the master masterpiece instead of starting you know smaller and building my way up into it so but now I'm not like that no more and also I don't want to be stressed out so Back in the day, I probably didn't really even mind being stressed out or whatever. But the limitations of what I wanted to do would kind of like destroy my plans or whatever. One example is that I wanted to create something like SHIP and these other groceries delivery um, things back in like 2012. Oh shit, where the fuck I'm at? In the wrong spot. Okay. Gotta get back on the freeway.
and um and people still talk about it today because I was like so serious about doing it then like I was just telling people and like even my brother to this day be like man you remember you you came up with this back in such and such and I was like yeah I remember I remember and it was kind of like sad when I seen it happen. Years later, I seen somebody else. Uh, that was kind of depressing. I was like, cause I had an idea. I knew it would make a lot of money. I just didn't have, I ain't have the resources, the capital or anything. I don't know if I should be going east or west. Leave be the right way. They need to do better with these signs. Oh, shit. This is the wrong way. Mm-mm. I hate this shit. I hate getting turned around. gonna take me down the back road. Alright, that's cool. Alright. So <laughs> but it's like once people started to see like some of my ideals come to fruition and people becoming billionaires off of it, people was like now they like asking me for ideals what you think about this what you think no 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 no. and i'm just kind of like mm, you know ain't no oh my god so i'm having a memory my dad took me to either horse racing or the dog track or something and i was standing at the fence is this the right one man I was standing at the fence looking. I think it was dogs. The dog track. People go there to gamble. <laughs> so I was standing at the fence looking at the race. And um, this dude who was playing numbers, he asked me to choose some numbers. So I did. He, and he looked and he was like nah I don't think those good numbers and guess who ended up winning those fucking numbers so he tried to ask me again like give me some more numbers but he was starting to creep me out so I went over to my daddy 
And my daddy was like, get the fuck away from my daughter. <laughs> so, um, damn, I got to get over. So, yeah. And I felt like, because mm, I feel like I'm always in the energy of trying to create. Let me in. So, but yeah, <clears throat> I'm starting to feel like my future is bright. <laughs> Like, I feel like my future is going to be bright no matter what, but um, my, not just bright, but maybe also prosperous, you know? <sighs> I have a lot of ambition. I just got to put it in stuff that I know that is going to turn into something worth investing in. And I kind of treat, like, everything like that. I think I'm going to get more into reading and stuff like that. YouTube, it's just like, it's so much content on YouTube, but all of it is boring as hell to me. It really be boring. So, bruh, watch it. they have you stuck in algorithms that you have to really my lights on you have to really um be researching some off the wall ish to get into to tap into another algorithm and the algorithm is so um isolating at this point it is Like, if I watch two videos of the same content, like, that's all they're going to advertise to me is content like that. And I'm just like, man. So, at this point, I feel like YouTube kind of, like, rots your mind if you're not, like, learning something. I feel like I have to be, like, learning something or something like that, or I'm just, I'm going to be bored as fuck. I'm going to be so bored. So I haven't been watching YouTube, especially after I stopped watching, like, certain YouTubers. I just stopped watching. So I have been getting into like audiobooks. If you have a library card, and I don't think it's in every state, 
but you should test and try. But it's this app called Hoopla. And if you have a library card, you could get free audiobooks, music, movies. Um, they even have comic books. Trying to pay attention. Yeah, they even have comic books. But you can get it for free. They let you check out like a certain amount each month. And um and it's a very large platform. And a lot of times, like they will have new music, like albums that had just came out. Because my ass is always trying to save money. I was also thinking about the mental exercise I did last night. And I was thinking about the Fitzer. Oh my God. I Like the Fitzer, I guess, is the most dominant aspect of my mind. It's kind of like what I majority use my mind for so like I'm always trying to fix things or suggest things it really is my mechanism of feeling useful in people's life like I feel like if I'm not adding to your life in some type of way then I'd I don't know I would just I wouldn't feel good I wouldn't feel like I'm being a good person to you if I'm not like adding to your life so I'm always like giving like solutions but I usually clash with people who be like if it's not broke then don't fix it type of mentality are people who like afraid of change are you know because I'm realizing that people like they have their own different personalities hold on the turn is coming up jeez I ain't never even been back here Like, I'm talking to my homegirl and stuff. If we give them, like, suggestions, not just that homegirl, but just about every female friend that I have, we usually give them, like, suggestions to each other. I wonder if men are like that, or is it more like let a man be a man? He figure it out. He man enough to figure it out on his own. So they don't really, or maybe they feel like just giving advice could be overstepping your boundaries. I wonder, like, how man is with each other. Because, like, when you watch movies and stuff, like, the only time that they really, like, giving each other some type of advice is when a motherfucker is really about to F up, you know? 
But if you was like giving him advice beforehand, maybe he wouldn't be about to mess up so bad at this point. But no. <laughs> it's like when a person, when the dude is about to make a very big mistake, then that's when the homeboy or the daddy or the uncle or somebody be like, son, you're about to make a huge mistake. And start giving advice. So, I don't know. But women, it's more like, <laughs> I feel like that's what we're doing most of the time. And we also do it with men, and they seem to be way less appreciative of it. Like, way less. Way, way, way less. So, um, I guess I go back to talking about men. And what I've been really learning about them lately. Because I had an experience today that also tied into the lesson that I've been learning all together. And I've been, I've been learning, like, I'm going to go over to my parents' house, and I guarantee you I'm going to learn a lesson from my brother and my daddy. It's pro it probably won't be some, because when things, child, I ain't going to even go there. I ain't going to even fucking go there. But I feel like it'd be the pride and ego, but men have learned to identify so much with their pride and ego that they can't, um, get away from it or detach from it because they feel like if they detach from it they detaching from their masculinity and it it's like I understand like women frustration because they it's like we getting so tired of them and them being so insecure about everything them throwing temper tantrums about everything especially when it comes to women but they never do it with other men. You always seeing a man come up and being like, oh, women need to do this, women need to do that, or be like this, or be like that. But y'all don't think y'all have any issues? Like, what the fuck is the self-reflection at? Like, damn. How did you contribute to this? Because everybody got a part to play in every motherfucking thing. And I've been seeing a lot of women and I feel like that's where you have the pick-me's coming from. Because I feel like these are women who truly trying to, like, figure out, like, damn, what is the problem? Like, is there something wrong with me? Like, why is they mistreat me so much? Why they treat me so bad? And, you know, it could be multiple men who have treated them badly. And they starting to feel like they are the problem. So, but even when these women act in a manner that um, these men say that they won't, it's like it, does, it doesn't lead to happiness. All it leads into them wanting more and more and more. 
and just want you to be okay with it. It's like getting to the point that they just like, okay, we just want to do whatever we want, and we just want you to accept it, and if you don't accept it, then we're going to say that you acting like a man, we're going to say that um, you are too intimidating, you too controlling, you are manipulative, they've been definitely calling us narcs, like, left and fucking right, you know, or, oh, the slut shaming, then the slut shaming come in, and they started talking about how you a hoe and stuff like that, and all this other shit that they don't hold themselves up to the same standards, so, I can see how the pick means are created, like, yeah, these are desperate women, but, at the end of the day, I have empathy for them because they just want to be loved. They want to experience love. They want to have a a good relationship. Let me get in this room. So, I understand them, but sometimes I'll be like, girl, if you don't get up off your knees begging this man to respect you, what the fuck, girl, please. Because these women would come around and these men would oh lord have mercy they will point at them as an example like oh you need to be more like this but then they go off and disrespect the fuck out of her and like what did you gain all you did was get more broken and now you feel like you ain't being yourself now you don't even know yourself now you like unhappy and don't even know why because he got your mind so fucked up thinking that you should be happy with they BS girl girl (laughs) and it be so crazy to me and from experience what I have seen like a lot of times these men are so dissatisfied with these type of women and they might not know why they might not even know why because they spit in a rhetoric that they have been programmed to spit and it's like um, they not even being themselves. They think that this is what they should want. But then they get with it and the relationship is empty. It's very empty. And then they find themselves in a situation where they not happy with these women. Every woman that I have came across that truly had a man in her life that truly loved her, like, this dude really fucking loved her, like, love her. This is a woman that was being herself, whatever that is. She was being herself. 
they be advocating for picnics, but they don't really want that. So, I don't know. And I kind of feel like I'm presenting a different argument. Like, a lot of times, the argument that I see that black women are putting out is like, look, women, you have to be independent. You know, you can't depend on them. Uh, sometimes the argument is even dating a man from another race. Like, that's a solution. Like, look, black man can't respect us. Go get your white man. But that ain't no solution. I know they feel like they to the point like, oh, we can't be trying to fix you. We not your motherfucking mama. But we could, I guess we could reach out to women. We could let them know like they don't have to be a pick me in order to get love, you know? And even though I, I feel like you should definitely pay attention to the red flags and everything, but I don't think that we should categorize all black men in one box and stuff like that, you know. And I do understand, I have also came across a lot of men who, uh, they would say stuff like they believe that women should be able to do what they want to do. They believe women should be as free as they want to be. They believe da, da 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 But, you know, after some time to getting to know you, it's like the misogyny real is ugly head. And you want to know why? It's because it's attached to their insecurities. It's like men want us to be small so that they could feel more secure in their position. Honestly, if I was a man, I'd be disgusted with that side of myself. I really would be. Because it's a toxic side of them. And a lot of times, you know what, look, I'm for the save it. I'm for the save some of the conversation for later. <sighs> and let me try to find my way on these rows cause god damn I don't know where the fuck I'm at Lord have mercy so I'm just leaving my parents house I thought I was gonna end up staying a lot longer than I was but nah I had to leave early cause it was irking my nerves I got a hard argument with everybody I told my daughter me and her was actually talking business so anyways my daddy up here trying to convince me we had this same fight when h1n1 came out i did not get the vaccine I ain't get, and he had the same argument and being like you so unreliable and all of this and stuff like that just because I don't want to take he feel like it's irresponsible not to take it 
And while he up here telling me this, he up here watching the news. And, like, this all he watch is the news all damn day. My parents watch the news all day. And I'm like, like, this is all you listening to. Like, no wonder, like, you can't understand my point of view. Like, I understand yours, but you can't even fathom my point of view. So... And we were talking about the fact, like, oh, they making us seem like we selfish and everything because we don't want to take the vaccine. Motherfucker, why? It ain't like that we could affect y'all who took it. So why y'all trying to make us feel bad and demonize us for not taking it? Why is it so important for us to not take it? Like, what the fuck? Get up out my face. That shit don't even make no fucking sense to me, Okay. That shit don't even make no motherfucking sense to me. Why are you trying to peer pressure me and guilt me and make shame me into getting this damn shot? So then we was questioning the whole, like, so you don't think that this exists? I like, you know, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I told him from my what I've been observing in real life is that I've been seeing people take this shot, including my mama, and things happen to them where they have to go to like the hospital or something like that. And when you go to the hospital, it'd be like unrelated, but it's still like something that never happened to them before. And that don't sit well with me, first of all. And secondly, I just, I don't treat nothing like that. I got reasons not to trust these motherfuckers. Like, okay, I'm going to take my motherfucking time. And why the fuck is the virus going up when they came out? I could have swear they said that 80% of the population have fucking take it. So 80% of the population take it. Then why the fuck are the numbers spiking? No matter if us 20% didn't. Like, that's crazy to me. That don't even make no fucking sense. It should have been a decline for... If only 20% of the community is not taking the vaccine and they go out into the world, the likelihood of them coming across a person who didn't get the vaccine and also affected with COVID is very very small so what the fuck like i just don't believe that covid is spread in a way that they say that it is spread but i ain't saying that it's not something out there that's killing people but man that shit just don't be seeming right you know but i wear a motherfucking mask you know if that's all i have to do if that's all i have to do i'll do that but in the meantime, I'm going to let y'all guinea pigs do what y'all signed up to do. Be guinea pigs. Because shit already ain't looking right to me. So, you know, I'm going to give it some time or whatever. And I might not ever, because I ain't never get the motherfucking H1N1. Ever. Nor did my daughter. None of us got sick. And then my daddy went into a store where I know somebody who caught the H1N1. And you know, they have to be on a breathalyzer for the rest of their life. 
maybe it's out of breathalyzer, but something something that put air in your lungs and shit because it's all fucked up. And I'm up here like, um, I don't be seeing this shit. He want, at one point asked me, like, do you not see the people dying? Do you not see the people in body bags and stuff? And I said, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't see it. In my world, in my reality, no, not, no, not in my real life. I haven't seen it. You know? Then he said that two people at his job died from COVID. He didn't give me the full details to that story. But if he did, um, yeah, things will make more sense to me, probably. But, you know, because I feel like it's all about location. And I feel like um, COVID was more contained than what they put on and stuff like that. But whatever, you know. But, yeah, I wear a motherfucking mask. And I'm always putting hand sanitizer. Matter of fact, I'm kind of tripping right now. But I ain't been no fucking way. But um, I keep hand sanitizer on me and shit or whatever. I'm going to be alcohol wiped up. It is what it is. Before COVID even hit, I really don't like touching doorknobs and shit like that. Because, you know, yeah, people be over here with the flu and with the cold and shit like that. And even though the cold might be a minor inconvenience, it's one that I really hate. So, yeah. People be crazy, man. But I wasn't really arguing with him. I was just kind of like, mm-hmm. well, you got your point, I got my point. You got your point, you got your thing, I got my thing. You see how you see it, I see how I see it. <laughs> because I know that there's no point. Because a few times I did try to, like, actually open a discussion. Um, It went into the brick wall of some shit that they seen on the, on the news. And I'm asking them, like, but what about in real life? Like, you don't think, after all these motherfuckers on did, you don't think that, I mean, you don't even have to take that much thinking a whole lot. It's just that it seems like my parents and their generation, like, they don't really want to question things. Maybe it's because of their age. Maybe they just, like, they feel too tired to even really be concerned because I feel like the younger them may have been concerned but now it's like they just program and brainwash they believe everything that's on the fucking news and sometimes you know I feel like this COVID shot already changing my daddy because you know, my daddy is a conspiracy theorist in his own right, but it's, you know, it's different than mine, you know? Um, like, I was probably at my dad's level of conspiracies. I wonder if Panda Express opened. When I was, you know, early 20s, bruh, y'all driving crazy. 
crazy. Get it to get her, please. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, then, well, my mama, like, it just now, I really feel like I'm to a space where I feel like I really don't agree with, with the way my parents see things. Like, I don't know, it's hard to relate on just about anything. It really is hard to relate. And, you know, um, I have this one shady-ass friend. And he go to my mama. Because, you know, people be going to my mama. They be trying to dig for information. My mom, she a Leo. She talk a fucking lot. And sometimes, like, she could be shady as fuck or whatever. But really don't see it that way sometimes my mama be getting on my fucking nerves man she be <laughs> be like man and I was like I was trying to get her to understand I told her like I don't want you to tell him nothing about me because I blocked his ass I made sure he knew what the fuck I was talking about before I blocked him he knew why I didn't fuck with him and ain't like you know motherfucking surprise so why the fuck you come to my mama house that's some shady ass shit I don't trust him. He's shady as fuck. He moves shady all the fucking time. And I'm telling her, like, look, man, I don't even really want you to say anything about me to him. Because he digging for shit. He digging for shit. He's salty about something. Now I'm starting to realize that motherfucker didn't even really like me to begin with. He was like, that motherfucker was eager. He was happy when that shit was happening. I can't, man, this motherfucker. And she act like she couldn't understand. Like, why I'm telling... She felt like I was taking away from her expression. I'm like, nah, I'm telling you, like, these people don't have good intentions. I don't want them to know nothing about me. I don't want them to know anything about me. Not like that. So, yo, that just remind me of the fucking layers that I have. Because there's a possibility that they could have this podcast, which I don't give a fuck. Fuck you, bitch. But it's even deeper layers to me. It's, mother, it's places that I would never let these motherfuckers. Because I don't trust them shady ass bitches so I'm up here getting agitated cause you know I feel like she not seeing my fucking point and why it's like she ain't going deep enough she ain't going deep enough so I was just like you know what like it's cool I like do what you do but just know that I, I'm probably not gonna be saying nothing to you <laughs> <laughs> like I'm probably not gonna be telling you much about me and then you know she got all hurt by that her feelings got hurt and I was like I still take you to the doctor though like we still gonna do this shit I'm still gonna take care of you 
Because it ain't like the love gone, but I don't trust you with certain information. I just don't. I be really questioning. I'm like, why are you even letting these people over here? Like, cause the amount of violation that they did, man, hell, motherfucking on. I just can't even do. I would never even trust those people. But on my mom' perspective, she like, you know, that's just how they is, you know, or whatever. Like, they some shady ass. Nah, these be people evil as fuck. Like, you don't. Like, you see it, but you don't see it as bad as me. Like, she know what I'm talking about, but it's like, it's not a big deal to her. It's just like, just how things is. And that's just how everybody is. That shit ain't okay with me. And I don't give a fuck what they think. It just ain't fucking okay with me. That's my opinion. That's my experience. It's 948. I want to bring this down here. Candle Express. Woo! They be, they'll be mad as fuck when you come in this late. Don't you know that we bought the clothes? They be so fucking mad. If I could find it. I remember. No, man, shit. I gotta look it up. so damn late. Nah, bitch, they don't close. Oh, that's the only thing I really wanted. That's the only thing I had a taste for. Alright, let me do a Yui. <laughs> and for real, for real, my mama, she lucky she my mama. For real. I don't even feel bad saying that. That's for real. It's like, look, I can't just ghost my mama. I can't just uh be like, yo, I'm through with you. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it to my mama. So, um, but she could get away with a whole lot that other people they can they can never. They could never get away with. 
Now, in her eyes, she felt like I ain't tell him shit. Like, you know, I ain't gonna tell him your business and all of that. But from what she did tell him, I like that's too much. <laughs> I like now nah, it was too much. Still, it was too much. I don't like being behind this. Look, I can't even see the light. So at that point, I was like, you know what? I gotta go. So I gotta go, y'all. And um, I was trying to make plans with my mom because I am gonna take her to the doctor because they do not take black people seriously. My mom already been to the doctor, but she went by herself or with my dad and they don't be like really digging deep you have to actually tell these motherfuckers to like test you and to treat you with respect and take your pain seriously because she said i keep telling them about that pain but they don't never address that what the fuck so i got to go to the doctor with her and then I have to be all militant and shit like that because these motherfuckers really be trying it. You actually have to, if you have black parents, you have to take them to the doctor and actually make these motherfuckers do what they supposed to do. And it's sad, but it's the fucking truth. It's the truth. I have friends who had to do that. They be like, look, I'll take you to the doctor. And then they have to be like, look, nah, I want this tested, this tested, this is what you, you have to like research things on your own and actually know some information or whatever to make them take shit seriously. And you know, my dad said something very interesting to me. He said, you're smart, you're college education, like, because I'm college educated, like, I should agree to his point of view, see things his way, because that would make me smart. That was crazy. It was like a manipulation tactic, but it didn't work. You know. And you know what's so crazy? That he probably don't even see it like a manipulation tactic. With my mom, I tried to explain more than I was like trying to explain with my dad. Cause when it was coming to my dad, like we've been through this before with the H1N1, like we really fought over me not getting that shot and not getting my daughter that shot. We really fought about that. 
Like, we really, for days. Because my daughter was a toddler then, and you just thought that was just so irresponsible not to let my daughter take that shot. But I ain't do it. And I could kind of see people's point of view because what they selling you is like, oh, this shit is safe or whatever. Like, we trying to help you. I just don't believe them. So even if, like, if, motherfucker, even if it's harmless or whatever, like, but I have reasons to be concerned. Why don't you work better at convincing me not to be concerned? And started and stop trying to make it seem like I'm foolish for being concerned, knowing y'all motherfuckers, knowing how y'all is, and this is history. I could pull up facts, reasons to not trust your motherfucking ass. So Prove to me why should I trust you. Show me I should. You saying I'm supposed to fucking trust you about this fucking shot when I'm still seeing people in poverty? You care about us? Bitch, fix this shit. It's not that hard to fix. So motherfuckers need to stop all of that. It's like I'm tired of manipulation being a tactic that motherfuckers use to get you to see their point of view. It don't work no more. Try something else. I hate that shit. I hate it for reasons. Like, I hate it because it bore the fuck out of me. Like, you ain't actually challenging me, you know? You sit here and you treat me like I'm stupid. Like, I can't see through your bullshit. valid reasons to feel the way that I feel and you trying to gaslight me and if I bring up the truth the truth the truth then you you dismiss me as a conspiracy theory or I'm all of this bullshit that shit disgusts me it disgusts me it bores me and I don't I don't really feel it like it's intelligent manipulation is not intelligent to me some people confuse it some people feel like if they could successfully manipulate motherfuckers like that makes them smart but look how fucking insecure they become when that shit don't work no more Those motherfuckers run with they tail between their motherfucking legs every motherfucking time. Because that's not real power. You don't deserve respect for manipulating somebody. That should be crazy to me.
just can't even stomach it. That's why I don't even like watching the news. It's the energy of it. It feels like the energy of lie. Lie, lie, lie. Like, it's manipulation. It's gaslighting. And it's boring as hell. But most of all, it's like, I could tell, like, it's trying to persuade me instead of um, inform me, educate me. Instead of doing that, it's trying to persuade me to think a certain type of way. And they are too fucking judgmental for me. They always got an opinion about people who think differently than them and shit like that. I just can't handle that shit. It's painful to my spirit. And I've seen the effects. Because my brother is that wild variable or whatever. Because sometimes he be gone for a long period of time. And then sometimes he be back for a long period of time. So, like, when he gone outside of, like, my parents' house. Because all they do is watch the news. He would have, like, a certain perspective. But then after some time of, like, watching the news all the time like his perspective would change you know at one point like me and him used to be able to joke about it we both Aquariuses and everything and me and him would be like sitting in the living room and I'd be talking about like how funny these people look on this camera like their skin don't even look real <laughs> and you know we were getting a whole discussion about it but then it was at a point that he felt strongly about these people like no he deserved respect like what the fuck so I seen the effects of it ooh child but I feel like I haven't found a way to make this perspective make sense to my parents Sometimes I feel like when people like too close to you, it's more likely for them to not really listen to you. But if you have somebody else, maybe somebody even look up to, tell them the same thing that you're saying and then they will consider it. So... Also, my daughter, she wants dreads, so I'm going to do them for her. I actually suggested it a while ago because she liked the same hairstyle or whatever, which is like twist with her natural hair. And um, 
she will wear them until the point they look like dreads. And it'd be cute, you know? But she never wanted to lock them. But now she do. So I'm going to start something for her. I already know how I'm going to do them. I also started my mom. I did twist, but now they getting like, they starting to look like dreads. And they really cute too. They like smaller, they skinnier. I wouldn't necessarily say sister's locks. Because I think sister locks are like micro. But they pretty small. They super cute on her too. And I offered to tell, ask her, does she want me to keep them? And I just retwist them and let them dread. And she like agreeing to it. So I have thought about dreading my hair before. But, nah, I don't feel like I'm to that point. I feel like maybe when I get older. Because sometimes I like different hairstyles. Like, for somebody like my daughter and my mom, they ain't really like... My mom, she wants something simple. My daughter, she not into like different hairstyles. She wants something simple too. So because of that, I feel like dress is good. And I'm like the beautician. So I'm just thinking about the fact I don't have to detangle anymore. <laughs> like I wash and retwist. I feel like that would make life so much more simple. It really would. But I wanted it to be her choice. So when I offer it, I was like, take your time and decide and everything. And shit, that probably was like a year ago. So it took her a minute. Like, I even forgot. No, I remember every time I do her hair, I remember. I just don't mention it. But now she won't. 